everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra. It's episode 135. Yeah, number. Yep. <laughs> I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. We're back. And this week, as chosen by the fans of Bamcast Extra, uh, we watched 1996's The Substitute. Mm-hmm. Another film that has all the sequels. <laughs> it's got some sequels. Um, yeah, 1996's The Substitute, starring Tom Berenger. Mm-hmm. Friend of the show, Tom Berenger. He's been on the show before. Has he? As a participant in a movie that we watched. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't yeah, remember he, him being here. But... No, no. He was in Cutaway. Oh. Okay. Uh, and this is from the director of FX. Ah. They so, have the movies. Yeah. No? Oh. He, he makes the movies. <laughs> nope. Well, yes. He does. <laughs> he made FX. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and also The Substitute. What about FX2? He did not direct FX2. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... On the surface, the substitute seems like it's going to be one of those inner city schools, tough guy comes in, straightens the students out. Yeah. How can I reach these kids? That's not what this movie is. No. <laughs> and it's, Well, it, it, it tells you that right away. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's Tom Berenger in a life raft by himself floating back from Cuba from... Special Forces spe- mission that to... That kind of went south. Yeah. Minorly. Everybody died. Well, some people died. Like, there was two boats, and one boat was just got back early, and I don't know if he ran out of gas or what, but just floating back by himself, and the rest of his crew, like, paddle out to go get him, and he's like, yeah, no one else made it, just me. Mm-hmm. He's got quite the the crew, also. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luis Guzman, mm-hmm. uh, William Forsythe. Yep. Um, a couple other people. <laughs> yes, a couple other people. Raymond Cruz, who you'll yes. definitely recognize. He's, like, in... Um, Clear and present danger yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, and who's the other dude? Uh, Richard Brooks, Richard who Brooks. was the guy in uh, Shakedown ah. that they, he was in prison for whatever, he, he was the the one being defended by Peter Weller and mm-hmm. all of that. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So basically they get back and they see on the news that uh, basically they've been disavowed like this. It like went wrong. They leaked it to the press, and now they're done. Mm-hmm. Their careers are done. Yes. What are we gonna do? Yeah. And uh, because you're mercenaries, what you usually end up doing is just turning to crime because that's what pays. Sure. Because it's right there in the slogan. Yeah. Well, Raymond Cruz comes to. Uh, well, I, I'm sorry. He does not come to Tom Berenger. Uh, he. Uh, I mean, he does, but by via phone, he's like Tom Berenger, come to come to come to me. Yes. Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> I, I only say that because like we'll get there in a second, but I think first we're introduced to the to the shit high school. Uh huh. Um, and it, yeah, it's awful. It's, it's Christopher Columbus High School mm-hmm. somewhere in Miami, which should tell you that it's pretty awful in and of itself. It's terrible. Um, but yeah, it's uh, there's a lady and she's trying to reach these kids and it's not working because there's a fight outside and <laughs> anyway, she just she she you know she's not backing down. She goes basically goes goes gets up in like the. The, the the evil gang the or the posse as they correctly call them in the movie is uh-huh. uh called the KOD the Kings of Destruction I think they're Kings or Knights I forget knights which one some, but Kings yeah. of Destruction yeah yeah um and she just kind of gets up in their leader's face who's uh singer Mark Mark Anthony yes um and it's just like not gonna take any shit and he's just like yeah I'm I'm gonna get you uh-huh. um so at some point she goes to Relay this to Principal Ernie Hudson, who's also in this movie, uh-huh. Pamf Castle and Ernie Hudson. Yes. Um, Welcome back. Yeah, and he's just like, well, that's not a, that's not an actual threat, you know. Like you just said, you you're gonna wish you didn't. It's not really. She's like, oh, so what he had to say, he's gonna like stab me at four fifteen in the 
you know, the atrium or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, can't do anything. Nothing we can do. And, and the thing is, is, like, all she's asking for is a transfer. Yeah. They keep saying OT, which I guess is official transfer or sure. off-site transfer. I don't know, but something. But they just, they got their lingo. And she's like, so she's freaked out and, you know, in fear for her life now. Yeah. Um, comes home to Tom Berenger's, like, inner elevator and they're... <laughs> Yeah, you know, she's like she's you know looking over her shoulder constantly because mm-hmm. they've harassed her outside. Oh, they're of like, school. "We'll see you at home, lady." Yeah. So like, she of course gets home and is like, yeah. "They're here." It's yeah, like, they've they've like plastered Paris to her <laughs> her, uh, her car door yeah. locker or something, you know, whatever. Yep. Um, but yeah, she gets home and Tom Verger's like in the elevator and she's like, "Oh God, you scared me!" And it's you know, it's obviously they're 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 lovers. Yeah, get and, in here. Yeah, and then he gets a call from uh from from Raymond Cruz and it's just like, "Hey, come down to the titty bar. I got I got some business." It's Uzi night at the titty bar. Yeah. Did he actually say that? Yes. Okay. Okay. Because at first I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. And what that means is this is a Michael Bay style uh, strip club because all the dancers are, you know, they're, you know, they're model dancers that you would see that you see in uh, movie strip clubs that are never in actual strip clubs. Correct. Like they all look exactly the same. They all have the same body type, and they're all wearing the same like weird like uh like closer wig that mm-hmm. Natalie Portman wears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yep. And Uzi night is because they everyone's given like a uh, an Uzi squirt gun, and they're just squirting down the strippers. Yeah. And so weird. <laughs> it is. It's a very strange scene, but. Yeah, it's I don't know. It gets you your nudity in this movie, I guess. Which you yeah. again, I was not expecting in a in a high school <laughs> tough you know tough no. inner city high school thing, but whatever. It's there, and then he's just like, yeah, I want you to go, you know, meet with this guy. It's he needs protection. And he's like, it's gonna be drugs, isn't? He? He's like, just don't just fuck, don't fuck it up before you go talk yeah, to him. Just, just go talk. Come to on, him. of course it's drugs, but yeah, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> we're mercs. So yeah, next day he goes to meet that guy. It's Cliff Young. Um, yeah, and they're, they're the previous guy is still there, <laughs> and he's brought a demo reel, sure <laughs> which has. is a fucking infomercial uh, for his murder skills. Yep, it's, <laughs> it's real good. And John, Tom Berger's just laughing at it. <laughs> and the dude's name is John Janis, and it's like it's he's got like a one eight hundred number. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I just want to paint the picture of this because it's like it's. All right, so have you ever seen, like, the, the cold steel guy? Like, the guy who sells, his, like, pox his own knives and shit? Have you ever seen this, like, fat fuck who, like, slices, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. slices watermelons and water <laughs> bottles and stuff? Yes, that guy. Yeah, that guy. It's it's like, <laughs> it's like part that, like, tone of, like, look, I'm, I'm badass in the 80s mixed with, like, he's got a list of his skills that's, like, a time-life collection with, Basically, like, yeah. with, like, a scrolling list of, like, what he does and certain ones are highlighted yeah. as he's doing them, a la time-life. It's like, knives. <laughs> <laughs> It's and he just pops out with a knife. <laughs> and he's just sitting there on the couch while they're watching this. Like, He also has a handler, like an mm-hmm, agent, mm-hmm. who's there helping. Yeah, and then he just wraps up and it's like, oh, that's that's very nice, Mr. Janice. We'll call you. Yeah. And the handler, like, you know, walks walks him out. And Cliff Young just rips this, like, movie fart. He does. And then he's just like, oh, like 10 grams of fiber every morning. I've been holding that for like 20 minutes waiting for her to leave. <laughs> and then, like, it's just this whole weird conversation of like, yeah, man, fiber and fiber it anyway. Like, mm-hmm. and he's just like, what the fuck do you want me to do? And he's like, oh, we got some. You he's know, like South American businesses. Yeah, they we, need protection from. Got, uh, we've got imports and exports. Government. South American. Ex- <laughs> and he's like, so you want me to murder people to protect your drugs, including possibly like the DEA? He's like, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. Well, he's like, I'm a soldier, not a killer. And he's like, I wasn't aware there was a difference. And Tom Berger basically gives him like. The, the the roadhouse uh, like throat grab yeah like I'm gonna pins rip him up against, uh, against the wall and he's like if I was a killer you'd be dead and, and he basically shits his pants and he's like anyway I guess I'll see you later <laughs> like, I guess the, the fiber is working anyway 
and that's it. We're, we're, he's done with that. He, and, you know, he comes outside and, and, of course, he's like, we're not doing this. It's drugs. Fuck that shit. And Raymond Cruz is like, God damn it. You yeah. know, we need to work. We're mercs. Yeah. Because um, he's like, you look up Merc in the dictionary. It says works for money. And he's like, yeah, yeah that's everybody. For works me- for money. For, for merely money. Yeah. And he's like, it's it's not the money thing that bothers me. It's the merely for money thing. He's yeah. like, I, you know. He's the good Merc. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will work for money, obviously, because that's what working is. But yeah. I want a reason. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So his girlfriend has gone running, mm-hmm. and uh, he comes back to find her, and someone's like, "Oh, she's out running." So she done running. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to find her. She's running along the beach, and then she gets Nancy Kerrigan. Uh huh. Guy just pops out from behind a wall with a big stick and just whacks her in the knee. And Tom Berger was like catching up to her at this point. Yeah, because and... guy goes for a hit number two, and mm-hmm. he's right there. Yeah. Uh, and like punches the guy and the guy just goes, nah. And Tom Berger's like, oh shit. Yeah. Fights him with a trash can for a while. Uh, kicks him from behind a tree a couple times. And then like you hear like the whoop whoop from a cop and mm-hmm. the guy takes off. Yeah. So yeah. he does take the stick that he used and runs off with that. He so does, yeah. very good. Take the evidence. Uh, was it the stick? I felt like he just grabbed a stick because I thought he had an actual proper baseball. No, bat. it was just a big stick. Uh, okay. just Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he anyway. grabbed it and ran off. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she has to go to the hospital because her knee is shattered. Yeah, and she's all like, I gotta say, like this is some really good painkiller acting. Yeah, because like she wakes up and is like, where, what am I? Where am I? You know, like he's like, you're in the hospital, your knee's all shattered. Don't don't try to get up. She's like, I gotta go, I gotta get up, and you know, it's just she's just doing really good. Yeah, and pain giving killer. him instructions like you gotta call this guy to substitute me, yeah. and and it's Diane Venora who's like she was in Heat and a bunch mm-hmm. of other things. Like you, you she recognize was in her. FX. Yeah, she was an FX. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, but yeah, so it's just it's some excellent painkiller acting, and he's like, "You gotta call so and so to sub for me and yeah. call call lady. lady. She works in admissions. Admissions, <laughs> yeah, just call him and yeah. take care of it." And, and she tries like get up out of bed and immediately just like falls down. Yeah, because like, they haven't cast her cast her leg yet. Yeah. You know, it's like you're you know supposed to be healing without the cast right now. Just, yeah. But yeah, he's just like he makes a call and is like, "Get me some credentials." Make well, me a he he does call the guy, and the guy says that he's not available. Oh, okay. So at first he just was doing it, yeah. and then it, it after that he got an idea to be like, "Yeah, I'll take care of." This. I thought he bypassed that all. Oh together. no, he okay. did. He actually okay. called the like this movie almost didn't happen. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if that guy had said yes, <laughs> sure, it would have ended right there. <laughs> yeah, that guy can reach the kids. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so he just he yeah he calls Louis Guzman, Guzman I think and yeah. like get some credentials and just like yeah make it look like I've got really good credentials which is just like <laughs> graduated Harvard like you know masters at, uh, at Yale and like yeah. doctorates at like Princeton <laughs> came, like came, it's fucking like everywhere like and, I mean you look at Tom Berenger and like they've given him scars and his mm-hmm. hand is burned and he just looks like a dude who's been living on the street roughing it you know and he's like. And he couldn't, like, instead of being like, all right, so later, like, when Ernie Hudson meets him, he's just like, you know, you know, obviously he gets these credentials and he goes to school and, like, he, you know, goes and has, like, his first day is just, like, basically, like, I'm just going to, I'm going to get a lay of the land. I'm mm-hmm. not going to try to, like, you know, lay the smack down yet. Yeah, no. Because he's just, like, he's kind of mostly just taking their shit. Like, you know, they're just. Yeah, he tries to take role and everyone's being a shit and yeah. throwing stuff at him. I mean, him. and there's, like, four boom boxes going and people dancing and, you know, whatever else, like. Freestyle rapping. Yeah. And so he's just like, all right, yeah, I guess this is what this is. And of course, Ernie Hudson catches him in the hallway and is like, you know, we need to talk. And like, or he calls up on him at one point in time. And I think it's a little bit later, but I'm just going to go and say it. Like, he could have, if instead of just being cagey, he could have just said like, oh, so I understand, you know, you got all these doctorates and everything. And like, the, yeah, where'd you get those scars? And he could have just said like, I was in a car accident. Yeah. Like, just, just give a basic answer. He's like, you know, the nuns and, you know, in eighth, eighth grade, grade or something like that. It's like, ah, uh, that's real funny. But yeah. 
I mean, skip to the end. Ernie Hudson's in on this shit. Like, I mean, what? like not to the end, but like skip a little bit ahead. It's like you know, because like he's scoping him. Like he's got a Rolex and he drives like a really nice car. Well, he drives a Lexus. Lexus, and- yeah. He's got a really nice like aquarium in this well, shithole fucking school. And so like- it, he, Berenger learns on very early on that Ernie Hudson was a cop, mm-hmm. um, and specifically like gang, yeah, know, task force or whatever. But got out of it, and now he's doing this, and Berenger thinks that's weird, and he sees all of his riches, and he's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And then of course Ernie Hudson is just non-confrontational the whole time with with any sort of right. discipline or anything. It's just like it seems like, yeah, no one. He's not. He's not effective at this job. Right. So, yeah, you pretty much know that he's in on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then he's like, all right, you know, now I'm going to try to reach these kids. Also, I'm going to reach out to my old Merc buddies and see if they want in on this. Yeah. And so he meets them all at a gun range and is basically just like, yeah, I got this job as a school. It's dirty. It's full of drugs. There's something else going on here. Obviously, I can't pay you up front, but like, you know, there may be something on the back. When end. we get the money, it's like we're going to fucking take that money and yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you and you'll get paid. And William Forsyth is just like, ah, fuck this shit. I mean, actually, he's not in that mode yet of, of his voice yet. Right. But yeah, he's just like, nope, nope, fuck this. Nope, I'm out. I there you could write a thesis on which whose side William Forsyth is on in this movie. Mm-hmm. And either way you argue, it would be right. Yeah. Well, cause he's also, he was also angry watching the news when they got disavowed yeah. basically. Yeah. And he just kicks the TV and I was like, dude, like we knew this, like, this is what we do. Like yeah. if shit goes South, we get disavowed. That's, you know, we're the fucking impossible mission mm-hmm. force over here. He's the one dude on the crew. You <laughs> yeah. don't want on the yeah. crew because he's fucking nuts. Yeah. But also there are several points in this movie where it's like, Oh, he switched sides. Oh no, he didn't wait. What? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, if, He's just like, fuck that, I'm out. Everyone else is like, all right, I'll listen. And they basically, they all get like fake jobs around the school to like set up surveillance. Yeah. Like, Luis Guzman's like up on a telephone pole, like, you know, go, tapping into the yeah, Gurney going, Hudson's going, phone. Where the, where the fuck's the ringer? You know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yep. Something for Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the other guys are like, oh, you're putting cameras up in like the sprinkler system. Yeah. And all kinds of, you know, just shit everywhere, mm-hmm. like all over school. So, like, he's got this magical briefcase now with, with that he can just spy around the school. Yeah. And he's just... So, the second day he comes back to class, like... Oh, he comes, like, ready for business. This is, like, sit the fuck down. Mm-hmm. And, like, the one kid tries to wail a can at his head when he turns around. He immediately... Well, he took it the first day. Like, yeah. someone hooked a can at his head. For, and he's just like, yeah, all right, I guess this is yeah. how this is. Second day, the same kid tried it again. Uh, he's like, you kids heard about Vietnam and the kid, the kid just chucks this can and he just immediately turns around, grabs it and just whips this fucking can at the kid's head and the kid goes down. Like it is a physical bruise on this kid's head. Yep. <laughs> and everyone's like, whoa, you can't do that. And then like this other kid kind of comes at him and he, see, he saw this kid had an ice pick earlier in class mm-hmm. and he's like, give me that ice pick. He's like, I don't have to do what you say. And he immediately like puts the thumb move on him to where he's like, he's going to break his hand. Mm-hmm. He's like, give me the ice pick. And. He's like, you broke my hand. I was like, no, I didn't. I don't break on the first offense. Yeah. <laughs> and man, he gives a speech like. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, he's like, you two can go to the nurse's office. Yeah. Everyone else is going to listen the fuck up right now. <laughs> yeah. But he just basically, his speech is just basically, I am God here. I'm sure it's on the quote section. It's, oh, I'm it's, sure it it's, is. It's, it's got to be. Just yeah. Because like, it's. The... Oh, here it is, actually. Okay. Great. He goes, I am in charge of this class. I'm the warrior chief. I'm the merciless god of anything that stirs in my universe. You fuck with me, you will suffer my wrath. <laughs> Everyone's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, now let's talk about Vietnam. With a lot more pauses in it for infustus, you know. 
<laughs> yes. But yeah, and eventually he's like, have you heard of Vietnam? He's like, yeah, that's where we killed Hitler. And then someone else is like, no, dummy, that's World War One. He's just like, and then he's just oh, like, these kids. it cuts away and it's just like, he has just got them enthralled. Like, he's like, I was in the shit. And yeah. when, when we had no ammo, we had to throw crawdads. <laughs> yeah but i mean all his stories are basically like yeah and then i murdered these people and i was in a gang once and motorcycles and and it's just like he's talking their language but this is all it's doing is keeping them interested it's not he's not teaching them anything not necessarily um and that's almost the end of teach these kids how to pass the sat or anything like that the rest of the movie is not about that at all no 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 (laughs) he got them to calm down and that's it yeah um but yeah, this, yeah, it's a series of like they start to respect him, except for of course Mark Anthony because yeah. he's like fuck this guy and you know gets up makes him like write I'm sorry but poorly on the board because mm-hmm. obviously he's an illiterate fuck but you know like and so like you know so he's just got like this like murder boater for him immediately because mm-hmm. I mean and and she said it's this kid that he's the one that ordered this you know the the, the Kerriganing you know <laughs> yeah you know so he's just like immediately he's like he just was like day one he's like okay I scope this kid thing you know I'm just gonna watch his shit yeah and basically it's just it's a series of like well, Ernie Hudson comes to him after class and he's like, you sent two kids to the nurse's office? Like, you can't do that. You're fired. He's like, you can't fire me. Teacher's union, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, fine. You have your two weeks. And, yeah. then, and then basically, like, you know, he's he's still trying to reach the kids by telling them his gang and war stories mm-hmm. and stuff. And they're all like, you know, mostly listening, except for, of course, Mark, like I said, Mark Anthony's like, fuck you. I'm never going to listen to you. Yeah. And everyone else is like, yeah, man, I don't I don't like seeing my homie shot either and stuff. And he's like, yeah, it's not cool. And it's like, how many of y'all got kids? And yeah. Half the class raises their hands. Right. And one guy's like, you got kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I love that. Like, they're like, and do you want them to be in a gang? They're like, no, hell no. Of course not. It's like, I want to protect my kids. And he's like, yeah, and I want to protect you. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. and your parents want to protect you, too. It's like, like, why is this? So if you understand that, why yeah. can you not understand why everyone else doesn't want to see you go down this road? Exactly. Yeah. So he's like, oh, they're like, oh, yeah, you make a lot of good points. Anyway, Ernie Hudson's immediately like. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, after the our, our little conference thing or whatever, you know, our, our teachers meeting, like, come to my office afterwards. And basically, he calls Mark Anthony is like, when he comes out of this meeting, go murder him. Mm-hmm. So they roll up and like, and and this is this is like a weird thing where you realize just how deep down the the rabbit hole this school is because like they roll in and, and you know first they were going to just murder him in the parking lot, like, wait for him to get off school grounds and we're going to murder him. Of course he sees this, he's already put on a bulletproof vest and everything. Yeah, goes outside, sees him sitting in the car, is like, mm, nah. <laughs> goes back inside, so they chase him in, and Ernie Hudson calls the security, is like, hey, we got a code ten or whatever in progress, and the security's just joined them to go murder him. Yep, and. He basically runs to the library where there's... We didn't even mention there's this cool-ass librarian who's just seen some shit. She has seen some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, because there's there's another teacher, uh, Mr. Sherman, who's... um, Glenn Plummer. He's, yeah, the dude from Showgirls and shit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's it's sad that that's where I know him from, even though he's been in a billion Uh, things. Showgirls was the first thing in my brain, too. (laughs) But, yeah, it's like, um, yeah... He just, you know, there was a scene with, like, you know, he's he's in the background. He's a good teacher, too, and he likes uh, his girlfriend wife whatever she is uh-huh. um and anyway like he, he backs into this library and is just like go hide behind there don't come out until i say anything and that basically just like gets the drop on him and for some reason they're like they drop their guns even though he's just got one of the security guards it's like it, i could see it like maybe being one of the kids but they all oh, still i think they- it was no, no, he, no, it no, was. He yeah, you're right. Security guards, and they're all like, yeah, I guess you know he's on our team, so whatever. Everybody, put your guns down, and so it kind of becomes a fist fight, and he just starts. 
He's chucking books at him. Yeah, for, he, first he's like, oh, someone needed to throw the book at you. And then he's like, Catcher in the Rye, I think you can catch this. And he's just like, hucking these books at their chest. Like, which, by the way, like, okay, Catcher in the Rye is like 250 pages. Like, yeah. I don't care if it's a hardback book. That's not going to hurt somebody. It's a real short book. It's still a good line. It's a good line. <laughs> I'm just saying, of all the book titles, you could have come up with something else that's actually a big fucking tome. Yep. You know, like War and Peace or something. Yeah. yeah. But he has, so he, the librarian takes the cart of guns into her office and locks the door. And mm-hmm. then it's a mini chase around the library yeah. to where he finally gets the drop on him and chucks one dude out of the window. Now, this is the second floor. Mm-hmm. So he chucks one dude out of the window and he lands on the ground. And then we cut to Ernie Hudson's office and he just like picks oh, up the phone and yeah, dials 911. 911. Yeah. It's like, oh, I believe there's been an accident here. And then all of a sudden behind him in the window, you see another kid go. Ah! <laughs> and he's like. Hold on a second. <laughs> and then another one comes out like and he's just like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I was mistaken. Yep. And then back upstairs and you just see him. He chucks up the fourth dude out there as like the other three are starting to get up and that guy lands on them. Well, I, I just love that. Like that one gets like, oh, shit. <laughs> I guess he's going out the window. Yeah. But yeah, like it's just him and Mark Anthony left. No, and... no. There's one other dude that got up because it's, oh, that's it's, right, that yeah. guy gets up and like he has like for some reason he dropped his gun in like the book deposit slot. You know, yeah. like the like of return yes. your books after the library's closed slot. Yeah. And and instead of like getting rid of it or putting it on the library cart, so that some other kid grabbed it and shoots him in the chest. Yes. So Mark Anthony comes over and is like, Oh, he's dead and Go kill that librarian. Yeah. And so he's not because he's got a vest and yeah. you know he, he saves the librarian. Yeah. Who's also she is using a she's brandishing a gun at this point. Oh yeah, well like the shaky like yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but she's about to get shot and he shoots or knocks that guy. He doesn't shoot things. No, he doesn't shoot things. He just, he just, I think he just like disarms him and talks him out the window. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. He does drag him over. And <laughs> yeah, throw I think him out he the does. Yes. And then he just has this like he takes his vest off and is just like, oh, what a day. And the librarian's like, yeah, yeah. Maybe. We've both seen some shit. Uh, well, now. He goes like, real sorry about your windows. And she's like, ah, fuck it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and this lady's like 60, 70 years mm-hmm. old. Like, you know. Yeah. She's like, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> she's, she's, she's seen some shit. Yeah. So yeah, the rest of the crew they are following Mark Anthony around because mm-hmm. he's and, one, a- and once again they think he's dead. Yeah. Like they they they're convinced he's dead and they and like Ernie Hudson's like woo job well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That happens like four or five times. At least the movie. no confirmation of death whatsoever. They all just like well obviously he's dead. That's the end of that. Yeah. Um. Because they also at one point in time like he's just driving home. I think it's after the PTA meeting or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's just driving home in his like Bronco. Oh, yeah. And some car just speeds up alongside. And it's weird because like. With all of his like, I have eyes in the back of my head thing. You f- you feel like he's he's heard this, mm-hmm. like he's heard the car or seen the car coming around. Yeah, but no, they just they just speed up alongside him and like uh, you know, run him off the road and run him through a trailer. Well, they shoot at him through the driver's side window. Yeah. He ducks out of the way, but as doing so, he yeah he drives through a, a mobile, <laughs> mobile home, home yeah. basically. And so like once again, they're like he's dead. Woo-hoo. All right, anyway. Yeah. Um, post. I don't know. You were probably going to cover some of this before we get to the PTA stuff because that's where it starts to get. That's where the shit gets more real. Yeah. So there, Mark Anthony is doing some convoluted like drop where he's got a car full of something and mm-hmm. he goes to this roadside stand and then the other guys take control of the car and they go off. Um, and then they have those guys followed. The, yeah. the mercs follow them. Yeah, they basically go down to like this like nearly abandoned marina or it's it's almost like a park that's on the water. Yeah. And it just has happens to have a little tiny dock because it's just like it's like one suitcase full of cocaine and a suitcase full of money. Yeah. And they're just making an exchange and like, you know, it's just Tom Berenger and um, what's his face? Uh, fuck, I forgot his name already. Raymond Cruz. Raymond Cruz. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, um, 
they get the drop on him and he's like, you go get the guys on the boat and yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go deal with these guys. Raymond Cruz just goes over and murders the guys in the boat and Tom Behringer is kind of like, uh, uh, all right. Well, I mean, they're, they're <laughs> full grown drug dealers. Sure. It's not like they're the kids. I know, but still Tom Behringer a little off put off by yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but one of the two, one of the two dudes that uh, is left with Tom Behringer is the one who kneecapped right. his girlfriend. So uh, he starts to fight with them and then uh, William Forsythe shows up and it's just like, all right, big guy, get up and murder Tom Berenger. Yeah, well, he's he's just starting him like cop style. I think they think it's, it's cops that have caught him, basically. Yeah. And then, like, you know, when he's just like, you know, they hear the gunshots and it's like, oh, do you know who you're fucking with? Because then they realize it's like, it's not a cop. They're right. going to steal our money. Yeah. yeah. And that's when, yeah, he's like about to, like, I think he knocks out the one, like the smaller dude. Yeah. And, and is about to deal with the, the big guy. And then that's, yeah. Yeah, William Forsythe shows up and is just like, hey, big guy, get this guy. Yeah. And, like, he yells at Tom Berger not to use any karate shit. And mm-hmm. just, it, it's weird because you're like, oh, William Forsythe joined the other side. This well, he, is- yeah, he's a merc, so he got hired by yeah. them. But but no, no he, he's, he's just giving Tom Berger some shit. <laughs> yeah, eventually he does, like, finally he, kick, kick the big guy and get him down or whatever. And then he's just like, all right, I got my revenge. And then the big guy's, like, going to charge on him and yeah. kill him from behind. And he shoots him instead of Tom Berger. And he's right. like, all right, we're even now. And it's like, for what? Yeah. Like, I mean, how did he fuck you yeah. exactly? Other than, like... Not taking the drug job? You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. But but they yeah. take the money and they give Tom Berenger the suitcase of drugs and like, what do you want to do with this? And he just chucks it in the water. And they're like, no, what are you doing? Ah. Yeah. So, but. But they have money now. Yeah. And the next day, uh, he gets on the the intercom at school. And he's just like. Oh, he's playing some George Clinton in the background, I believe. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. And he's just like, hey, the, the great reclamation has started and uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff outside. Sports equipment, laptops, VCRs books <laughs> free pizza oh yeah and then just cut to the front and all the mercs are there just with pallets of stereos and stuff that they're just passing into the school some of this some of this doesn't make sense no like, i mean like why i don't understand the boom boxes and the vcrs yeah. and stuff no but like, like the glo- the globes and the tubas and the sports equipment i get you know but it's like and the pizza sure everyone loves yeah. pizza you know but, but the boom boxes just yeah, seem like hey a, kids here's a free boom box yeah here's some more shit to disrupt the class yeah, yeah but yeah. Anyway, but they, they back up like there's a sound advice truck and a Papa John's truck mm-hmm. out in front of school just unloading. Well, here's some sound advice. Don't eat Papa John's. It fucking sucks. <laughs> Two commercials in one. <laughs> Not but really. Because sound advice has been gone for a long time. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's circuit shitty pizza. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Ernie Hudson does not like this and goes uh-huh. and stops Tom Berger from further announcing things. Um and Tom Berger's like, just what? What <laughs> what do you want to do? Come on, make your move. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, everybody back to class. So I think it's after that that they run him off the road and into the mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, once again, they think he's dead. But because yeah. like I think it's Ernie Hudson is like calling him in, is like, uh, oh, he's not dead. And actually I know where your money went. Fuck, it's here. Mm-hmm. And so that yeah, I think that's when like because the, the forces are, it's like, you know, you've got Ernie Hudson who's kind of overseeing like this KOD crew in the in the school right. who's like both part protection and part like distribution yeah and then you've got this like you know it's basically it's like this native american seminal group from the everglades or mm-hmm. whatever is like doing the actual importing yes. so like he calls them and they're the ones that tried to murder him on the road and once again they're just like yeah done yep ran him off the road he's in a trailer so but he's not <laughs> he's dead again clearly dead so this is all that was post the pta thing the other thing that happens at the pta meeting is um 
Glenn Plummer. Yeah, and Glenn Plummer, and this uh, this girl just comes in and is like, "Hey, some guys are harassing me. Can I hang out in your class and you walk me out?" So he's I'm like, saying. "Yeah, sure, whatever." And they wait too long because the doors are chained shut. Right. And he's like, "From well, the inside, there's a security office in the basement. We'll go through there." Yeah. And they take five steps into the basement, and it's just massive drug operation. Yeah, they like basically they've been <laughs> smuggling the drugs into school, like taking off the panels on the bus and smuggling them on the inside of the of the school buses. Yeah. And so they're they've got a bus disassembled in the in the mechanic shop or whatever, and <laughs> it's just like da da da. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> yeah, run. Yeah. So yeah. she gets away. Yeah, he hides. In, they both hide like this little like uh, storage thing under the stairs. And then he's like, you stay here no matter what happens. Go tell Smith, which we didn't even tell. Like he's he's got a made up name. He made up like Jim Smith is yeah. his name or whatever. Um, and, and Glenn Plummer at this point knows he's a merc. Right. Uh, yeah, because he, he went to go see the the original teacher. Right. And was like, oh, this is him in this picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she knows and he knows. Yeah. She slams some rice in his face. That's what I'm sexy time after he helps her scratch a itch in her cast or whatever. Uh, it's it's real weird. It is a lot of it is, is yeah. weird. Yeah. Um but yeah, so basically they chase Glenn Plummer into the gym mm-hmm. and they've got him cornered, so he's just like, Well, I'll just climb this rope. Like we did in gym class. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh I don't I don't it's a bad plan. Like what what's that gonna do for you? Yeah, because Mark Anthony also climbs the other rope and is just kicking him. And eventually just stabs him in the arm, you know, like yeah. makes him fall to the ground and then they, And then Ernie Hudson shoots him in the head. Yep. And then they dump him in a river somewhere because like they find him. Yeah. Just like next day. It's like, oh, yeah. Well, because like, he, you know, um, Tom Berger comes to school the next day. And every- oh, no, wait, wait. Well, yeah. So hold on. So uh, Glenn Plummer's dead. They think Tom Berger's dead. Cut to the next day at school. And there's a lone trumpeter out front playing taps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Tom Berger walks by and the kid's like, wait, what? Well, he just goes like, yeah, flags are at half mass. And he's like, who who died? And he's like, uh, y- you. you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's walking. And everyone's sad, like everyone's sad because like, by the way, he's 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 totally reached those kids. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. They're all super like in fact, like the one dude who's like, I, I don't know if he had any gang affiliation. He's the guy who was getting his ass kicked the day one. Jerome. Yeah, yeah. He was getting his ass kicked day one, and basically, like you know, now he they have like this whole secret handshake, and he's like, you know, Mister S or whatever, some shit or sure. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like he's he's totally reached the kids because they're they're bummed that he's dead. He yeah. just shows up and is like, and they're not bummed, and they're all like running up, like, oh my god, you're not dead. We heard you died died in a drive by. He's like, unlike you know, Mister Sherman or whatever. And it's like, what happened? Wait, what happened? To yeah, him? He's like, he's also dead. <laughs> yeah, they found his body, and and he's like, oh shit, yeah. Yeah, and this just kind of moves into Endgame. It's just like, Pretty all right, much, yeah. like, we, we got to... He's like, well, if he's dead, then, oh, fuck, like, I should go check on my, my girlfriend, girlfriend wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, like, actually, no, he doesn't right away, like, because at first, like, the kids are, like, they go to try to find him because, you know... Well, the the girl who is hiding yeah. uh, gets Jerome, and they go to see her. Yeah. And, and of course, Mark Anthony and crew are already there, like, yeah. holding her at gunpoint, because she answers the buzzer and lets mm-hmm. him in, but it's, like, cut to, they're all tied up, and now Tom Berenger is, like... Well, she leaves him a message on his voicemail saying, you know... Hey, Mr. Smith, those papers are done being yeah. graded. Come pick them up at my place. And he's like, hmm, she knows. Okay, secret code. Yep. So he suits up. Uh, he's got a barrel full of shurikens. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, earlier, he was throwing them at a world map on his wall just yeah. for fun. <laughs> barrel full of shurikens is my Dragon Sound cover band, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he just he just loads up and goes over to her place and comes in he's like shale let me in and they're like shale who the fuck is that and he's like i brought a package from from mr smith <laughs> and they're like let him in <laughs> yeah he's got this big bow like you know basically a big present yeah like you know with Just a bow a on top dumb, and he's present. holding it up in front of his face so like when they look through the people it's like oh i guess uh, let yeah. him in get the let package or whatever yeah and so they open the door <laughs> 
and it's it's a package full of gun because <laughs> yeah, he, he just shoots one dude immediately. Um, yeah, this doesn't go particularly well for him because like everyone, of course, does what people do in this is start grabbing hostages and stuff, yeah. and eventually, like he he takes out like one or two, and then like some you know Mark Anthony basically takes his girlfriend hostage mm-hmm. and does the like you know drop your guns and you know they got him dead to rights, and yeah. then like you know they're then going to shoot him yeah I, I don't they're remember. going to kill him but the landlord comes oh to the, the door, landlord comes to the and door she's like what's all that noise yeah and as they're just so semi-distracted by that he pulls out one of his throwing knives stabs the dude who had him pinned to the ground with his foot yeah and then like throws it at like, throws it at like maybe shuriken's like two other dudes yeah and then it becomes like another standoff where it's like i'm i'm gonna shoot you now and then yeah mark anthony is basically gonna murder him and yeah. then he gets shot from off screen yeah and it's jerome who jerome. got yeah. a gun and yeah. killed him yep mark anthony's dead yep <laughs> Uh, there was a scene at one point where he goes to see Clifty Young at a highlight oh, arena. God, yes, yes. Just to get some information about the, the drug I, operation. I think that's where he, like, when all this, that's what it was. He went there while they were like, we got to go find him. So he, like, he left school and we're like, wait, I heard that he's alive. He probably just went home because of all this crazy shit. Right. He went to go get the information from the highlight place while the kids went to his place to find him. Yep. Or and, her place uh, to find him. Clifty Young is not having this and starts chucking the the highlight whatever at him the, the ball. ball yeah uh, misses once hits him in the leg on the second one and Tom Berenger's not having this oh, no, he, he just, just like, takes off yeah, and he starts, starts running at him, at him. <laughs> and Clifty Young's like no <laughs> runs away and eventually corners him in a locker room well he's running through the locker room and hucks a, a highlight helmet at him which clearly hits actual Tom Berenger in yeah. the, in, like almost in the face Tom Berenger did not look pleased at this no um but eventually he corners Cliff Young in the locker room and just pummels the shit out of him with that helmet. Mm-hmm. It's so it's well, so good. <laughs> only not only that, there are two guys uh mending the whatever the fuck yeah. it's called, the weird basket mitt thing. Yeah. It's got a name, but I don't care. It's fucking a high life. Sure. But, uh, yeah, but there's just two dudes like not, out. <laughs> not even like they're nonplussed by us. It's like, well, we you know, we're basket weaving over here, so you keep beating on him with a helmet we don't care mm-hmm. and it's just like for every hit he's like getting more information and yeah that's that's where he was and yeah. then it's like oh shit i gotta i gotta go home yeah We're- but uh, man it is so satisfying the way he's just clocking cliff young with this helmet because mm-hmm. at the end he's like do we have a deal <laughs> he's like yeah if you don't hit me again and then he just clocks him again anyway it's so good because yeah he goes back to the drug de- dealer and he's just like i gotta leave town uh my dad is sick so can i have my money mm-hmm. <laughs> So he's gone. He's out of the movie at that point. He yep. runs away. Uh, that's the whole scene where Ernie Hudson's just eating like a popsicle. <laughs> just chilling with all these drug dealers. Um, but this basically. OK, so this launches in the endgame, really, where the, the marks are like. Yeah, because like he, you know, after he's rescued everybody, he takes her to his place, which they don't know about. Yeah. So she's safe there. Right. And he basically just has the like, I got to go to work. You know, daddy's got to go to work. I'm not going to break your cast or your yeah. cast. I just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, Leaves um, her the key and is like, if I don't come back, this place is yours. Yeah. And basically calls the rest of his work buddies and is like, you know, we got to get to school before they go to get their shit. Mm-hmm. And the- William Forsythe's job is to like rig the explosives on the drug pile uh louis guzman is like the watch out he's like the overwatch on the on the top of the school mm-hmm. um everyone else just like got various posts but like they brought in a, the fucking merc cavalry because like including it's, it's john janice and like <laughs> like 20 other fucking mercs and his basket of mercs yeah <laughs> it's john janice and his basket of mercs <laughs> yep yeah yeah so this is um like you pointed out it's weird that the bad guys have full machine guns 
the bad guys have full machine guns with silencers, which I can kind of understand. The good guys also have like yeah. machine guns with silencers. And it's like, no, yeah, like why? you you want cops. Yes. Like you want backup. There's only like five of you mm-hmm. and you want as much back. Like you should just be firing wild shots in the air just to get the cops there ahead of time. Yeah. Or, and it's, or call them ahead of time because you you were there first. But it all it extra doesn't make sense because Raymond Cruz at one point pulls out a rocket launcher. He does. And yeah. just launches a missile down this hallway. Well, should it should have <laughs> really started to gone south at that yeah, point. That's true. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, several of the dudes get killed. Uh, mm-hmm. Richard Brooks gets shot in the head by Mr. John Janis. Which is unfortunate because he had just done some really cool shit before that. He had knifed the shit out of one dude yeah. in the classroom. Like, first of all, no one's ever going back to the school again. It is covered in blood. And cocaine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so Richard Brook- Brooks goes out. Uh, Luis Guzman is on a roof and gets in a shootout with a guy and that guy gets well, some shots yeah, into him. He, he did not learn the first and most important rule of not being seen. He stood up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but as the guy comes over to check on him, Luis mm-hmm. Guzman has pulled the pin on a grenade. Yeah. And just goes boom. Yeah. And then he does yeah. go boom. At this, at this point, like, you know, there, there's been like, I think the rocket explosion already happened indoors, but that was kind of muffled by the school. But like at this point, it's like, okay, there's an exterior explosion at yeah. the school. Shit's blowing up. Yeah. Like it's maybe the cops should get there. But. Yeah. Uh, there is one really weird insert shot of William Forsyth as he's down in the basement, just doing some Indian chief thing. It's fucking weird. It's just five seconds of him being a mental patient. It, and it is. I don't understand. It why. has nothing to do with anything. Like I, I, It's not even like they're <laughs> like, OK, you know, the, the seminal whatever gang is coming. It's like it was just him being fucking weirdo. Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't think that information <laughs> was ever passed to his buddies of like, OK, here's the dynamic of how the gang works. <laughs> right. You know, it's the Latino gang, the Kings of Destruction, you know, Ernie Hudson and the Seminole tribe gang yeah. thing. And it's like, no, he's just being a fucking batshit crazy dude here mm-hmm. for no reason. Yep. Yeah. I don't even understand why they stuck that shot in. I don't either. But but they but, go down uh, in the Raymond, base. Raymond Cruz gets shot at one point in time, but he ends up he's okay by yeah. the end. But like, you know, you think pretty much everyone except for Tom Berger's gotten murdered at some point in time. Yes. But, um. The the bad guys come down to get the drugs. Uh, of course, the drugs have been wired to explode. So when they reach in there, it explodes, mm-hmm. <laughs> covers everyone with cocaine. Oh yeah. Um. Head drug dealer guy, uh, William Forsyth, chains him up yep. uh, and just like kicks piles of cocaine on him. I'm like, dude, you're giving him superpowers. Stop that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then yeah, he, just he gets, gets shot several times in the back by Ernie Hudson. Yeah. So you think he's dead? Well, I mean, he's mostly dead now. Yes, but, he is. He, yeah. he pops up long enough to kill. Well, he, he pops up long enough to. I don't think I, I think she think he well he kills he, Johnny Glades. Well, he he kills first, the, well first he um he radios in. It's like it's a trap yeah. to to Tom Berenger. Right. So he shuts the lights off before he goes in, and gets the Glades guy, mm-hmm. and and then goes black. <laughs> he yeah. dies right after that. Yeah. Like that that guy's about to kill Tom Berenger. Right. Uh, William Forsyth saves him, and then black. He's yeah. dead. Um. And Hernia Hudson hightails it, I think, again. Because like, I don't think he dies down here. I mm-hmm. think he goes to like somewhere else. I think he gets like back to the main hallway or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's right. He goes and waits with a fire extinguisher. That's what it was. He was yes. like waiting behind the trophy case with a fire extinguisher. They, they have a fight in the in the school hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, I believe Tom Berenger just punches his nose into his brain. Well, yeah. He, <laughs> kicks, he kicks him like into the trophy cage, yeah. case, which is glass, but there's like chain link fence in front of it. Right. Which is a weird, dumb design. It's like, you know, it's like that weird chicken wire, you know, honky tonk bar thing. Mm-hmm. It's like. I, okay, I guess I sort of <laughs> like they, they they have the the Columbus statue out front that has like a, a whole a cage. like cage. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's and there's fucking razor wire. It's like, dude, just like 
at a certain point just give up on the school like mm-hmm. just like i mean oh they did because they let them well, film a movie in it where they blew it up sure but anyway yeah <laughs> like he yeah he basically does the old like you know palm to like nose or chin through the skull yeah. thing like it's, i understand it because i've seen a movie the movie doesn't tell you what he's doing no. it's but he just does that where it's like all right i've yeah. projected your nose and it's your like brain. okay you know like the people are alive and i guess the school is the, the drugs are done but they just like he goes outside and and you know and it's like like i said it's like raymond cruz isn't dead he's just like what are you gonna do just stand there and bleed let's get the fuck out of here yeah. and, and they just stumble down the street while you hear sirens in the distance and it's like, oh, great response time. It only took him, what, like three hours to get here? And Tom um, Berger's like, well, they're on the take. They're, they're yeah. with him. So, yeah. But, but yeah, they just stumble off and they're like, they're they're just having this whole conversation about what should we do next? And it's like, LA, I hear they got some bad schools there. And they're like, fuck schools. And it's like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah but and they, they just walk off into the into the dawn. <laughs> yeah. While the cops arrive and yeah. deal with all this stuff. And it's like, all right. Hooray. We, yeah. we, we won. I you guess. reach the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and cover their school in blood and cocaine. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a it's a strange ending, but it's it's a sort of satisfying ending too. The same. I mean, if you don't think about it too much, it's it's I, it's pretty good. I just love that it's not what you think it is. Oh no no. You you think it's gonna be? I got to reach these kids, and it kind of there's a moment of that where he's like, I've reached them. I reached these kids. I feel like a teacher, and she's like, Oh, that's so sweet. No, but no. it's it's just murder time. <laughs> yeah, this is like kindergarten cop. If the if the target was like actually in the school, right. you know, <laughs> like you yes. know, like if it was one of the kindergartners was on the drug, you know, like like yeah, <laughs> one or two of those kindergartners are gonna die. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's kind of like that. It's a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's an un, it's an actual undercover dude who's not supposed to be there, right? But the, the, the operation is coming from inside the school, yeah. not just like someone's dad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, four jocks. Yeah. Uh, it's very enjoyable. It's it's only flaws. There's some technical flaws with the movie, like two dudes get yanked back and you could very clearly see the wires. Yeah. And the rocket that he shoots was clearly on a wire. Yeah. Too. So there, there's just there's some technical just mistakes in the film, mm-hmm. I'll say. Um, but. Other than that, I mean, it's dumb fun. It's it's a little slow at times, and it does start to seem like it's just going to be, I'm going to prep these kids for their Vietnam final paper or whatever, because yeah. like he really starts getting in-depth about he's, Vietnam. Yeah. He's going to ace those two questions on the SAT. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, the fact that it just stops being that and just turns into a murder movie is, is yeah. fun. So. I, I got to echo that because like there's there's a couple really dumb like there's plenty of dumb lines that just don't work but there's a couple like really dumb lines that are really good too like um like there <laughs> I don't know why like the whole time I'm talking this this didn't pop in my head uh-huh. but there's um there's a point when Sherman like confronts him after he knows who he is and 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 he basically like comes up to him and he's just like oh I see how it is it's like it's like the CIA joins the PTA <laughs> It's just like there's really dumb lines like that that somehow work, and yeah. it's like, all right, yeah, yep, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a real dumb movie, but it's 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 an enjoyable, good kind of dumb. It is. It's a good bad movie. Yeah, and so, uh, hopefully the other three are a treat. Williams. <laughs> By default, they have to be. Yeah, they have to be. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there are three more of these, all starring Treat Williams as a different substitute, hmm. but also he's a merc. Okay. He's friends with uh, Raymond Cruz's character, oh. even though Raymond Cruz does not come back. His character does. Oh, weird. Okay. It, yeah, it's weird. They made another one and everyone was just like, no. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, so that'll be interesting to. Uh, I can see why some certain people wouldn't come back. Like I said, I feel like I felt like there were some flubs like Cliff DeYoung chuck, chuck this helmet in Tom Berenger's general direction and he tags him in the fucking almost in the face. Yeah. 
There, there are some hits in this movie that very much seem like the actor got smacked, like it, both ways. Like Tom Berenger definitely got hit a few times in this movie. A couple of people that get fought look like they take a pretty good hit. The, the fight, if if everyone was perfectly safe, the fight choreography is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they actually did get hit, hey, <laughs> suffer for your craft. <laughs> True. Yeah. So maybe the uh, the the business end of the drug dealers will be played by Jessica Harper in the next one. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so thank you guys for picking this one. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, join in on the fun voting at patreon.com slash bmfcast. Uh, as long as you're a patron at any level, you get this show and you get to vote on this show. So you are in control of what you get. Um, and they're, the higher up you go, the more stuff you get. But yeah. a, a dollar gets you in and you get this show and you get to vote on it. And that's fun and all the rest of you that are listening on the main feed it's like this is just so not timely for you you're just like yeah. why are you talking about the substitute it's, i know now is relevant yeah, yeah. two months from now you're like so passe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean we, we might be making jokes or just like I, that's wow like, yeah i don't even get it i know i mean so far i'm just we're on a roll like i'm making shock treatment jokes and mm-hmm. uh what else what else i don't know probably some gi joe psa references yeah we always do that yeah so thanks Spencer films for <laughs> making that for the world and thank you for being here yes thank you for for your attention and your, your enjoyment of what we do because obviously if you're listening to episode 135 you've liked <laughs> other episodes we've done we hope so anyway thanks uh we'll be back next week with another movie yeah <laughs> as chosen by you right and until then i'm chuck and i'm harlow and this is badcast extra out <laughs>